centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have our very own Doreen with us. Now, Doreen has been a healer at the shop for a few years now, um, but she's been uh, doing healings for, I don't know, probably since she was a little kid. She's been, you know, uh, this is one of the most uh, multifaceted healers I know. I, I look at it as like, you know, sometimes people go to culinary school and then they go and they study different types of cuisine and, and different sorts. And then they kind of hodgepodge it all together and create their own like recipe and own type of food like Asian fusion or this or whatever it is and this is kind of like Doreen the natural gifted healer but also has studied I think almost every single healing modality that has been out there and uh, she actively has connections with angels and angelic beings and today we're going to talk about those light forces and so Doreen if you want to uh, tell a little bit more about yourself Sure. Well, before we start, if we are going to be talking about angels, I think we should just invite the angels in and just fill this room with some communication angels. So therefore, everything that is being said will fall on the ears of those who are listening and they will understand it and it will feel good to them. So as we just fill this room with those angels and angels of joy and angels of hmm, healing to those who are listening as well, receive a healing for everything that is coming forth for them. As you mentioned, I do healing work. I've been working as a light worker, I guess, since childhood. I, you know, my my background. I was you know, my family's Jamaican. I'm not Doreen Virtue. <laughs> my family's Jamaican. I'm from New York, and in our household, all of all of the at that time, which was called the occult, was acceptable. So we had incense burning. We had books that dealt with metaphysics or palm reading or, and just different ways to tell a person's fortune and whatnot, um, for lack of a better term. And it always interested me. I was always interested. I tell people all the time I was the original caller ID because I could tell my mother who was on the phone, you know, before um, she picked it up. And I could also tell, my, tell when my father got off the bus on the avenue was going to start coming in. It's like, Daddy's coming. <laughs> so um, the gifts are there, but they're in all of us. They are, but there is sometimes it's just when, you know, you can have somebody that is, like, everybody can learn how to play a guitar, but there's only going to be a few that become like Jimi Hendrix. This is true. And so, you know, the, yes, you know, there's an uh, ability to tap into intuition or the sixth sense in every single person, but to what degree, you know, what skill level. Not everybody's going to be, you know, a professional athlete or a great musician or whatever, but yeah, they can play, you know, and and, and tap in a little bit. So mm-hmm. Doreen is extraordinary at, at uh, all of that stuff. And... Tell me a little bit about when you first came in touch with angelic beings and that you knew that that's what they were. Wow. When I first started doing healing work, um, really working on doing healing, and that's when I was living here in Los Angeles, 
I was one day I had a session with someone. I used to do sessions out of my home. And I wasn't really feeling well. And I knew it was going to be an intense case. And I just heard his voice. Well, let us do it. And I'm like, and you are? <laughs> and I just saw these beings. And I, you know, and I was like, okay. And they were actually in a different dimension. Wait, wait a second. So you saw them. Mm-hmm. Can you describe what they look like? When I see when I see beings, they always just look like white shadows, you know, white okay. light type of beings. I um, at times, and most people sometimes see light in their homes. And if you do that, then you know that it is something. It is a being of light or an angel. When you see dark things scurrying on the floor, that's dark energy. That's low energy. Just so mm. you know. Um, but you can always call in. Angels, you can always call in white light. You know, in healing, you know, I do that all the time. But these beings, they were from at that time, I want to say like from the fifth and sixth dimension. And so therefore I would kind of just step back and they would just work on a person. They weren't working on your physical shell. They were working on your sh- not on your shell, but on your, your spirit inside. They would kind of like open you up and you would just see like this little alien being, which we all are, no, who's from Earth? <laughs> you know, come out and they would just start working on them. And I've had people who I've asked them to work on overnight and, and they will have them like in a little chamber where they're working on them. And I would look at in the morning and sometimes and they're more healed and so they require more help. It's kind of interesting. You know, that was during that time. I um, studied with this wonderful guy, Jerry um, Bubbleton, who is like an angel master, for lack of a better term. And he works with millions of angelic teams. And he's the one that really just turned me on to, uh, well, he initiated me, he turned me on to um, angelic teams. And I work a lot with teams of angels. And a team of angels that I work with in healing, not like a team of five, they're like a legion of angels. Wow. And I've had clients who've actually seen them. They're like, oh man, what was that? I'm like, you see them. <laughs> so describe that a little bit more for for us is like so what is this team of angels like so so like is it is it like you know if if we're trying to grab a hold of it in our you know human mind sense mm-hmm. is it like you know tribes of like this is a group and this is a posse this is like a family this is like you know a nation or country like is is it like that like it's what, like what a is legion it? of angels are two thousand angels okay. And you have different, like I like to say, when I start working on someone, I always call in my healing team. Okay. So you have a healing team. I have many. I have 24 teams. Actually, I have more than 24 teams because I've created other teams. I have sub-teams. Nice. (laughs) Because for different things. I would bring in a healing team and start working on a person's, work on your cells, rejuvenate your cells, reactivate your DNA, and replenish your vital organs. And at times... um, the heart needs a lot of work. So in wanting to re- to heal your heart or your arteries, I bring in a specialized team for that. Okay. And you know, how, how did, did you find these teams? Did you create them? Like The heart team I created, a lot of the teams I was initiated into through, through Jerry. Okay. Um, which was wonderful. It's like, really? And just really playing with them and learning with them and then really just dealing with people that I deal with. It's like, well, she needs a confidence team. <laughs> You know, okay. <laughs> we need teams of, you know, confidence, self-esteem, things like that to really help build you up. But with the different modalities that I work with, you know, I use that as long as working, as well as working your person's timeline and just really going into the space from before you were born nice. to reprogram you, Beautiful. you know, and have, you know, not even just your, your angels, but your soul team. 
You know, the angels, saints, ascended masters, guides, guardians, ancestors, and protectors. Everybody who knew you before you had a face, they're all still with you. People often want to think that they're by themselves on this planet, and you're not. Mm, They're closer to you than your hands, closer to you than your neck vein. And it's just important for you to know that you can call on them. Angels don't care what you call them. You know, they sit, I tell people all the time, they're just sitting around playing cards, just waiting. <laughs> Let's see what Christine is doing now. You know, waiting. And then if they see that they need to step in, then they do. Mm. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes there's a lesson for us to learn and they've been trying to tell you something. And you're not listening. Mm. And that third time, it's kind of, you know, they always say it's like a little, a little tap. A whisper, a tap, and then a boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that boom is serious. I hear you. So now you mentioned a little bit before about like fifth dimension, sixth dimension, and you know, are there different types of uh, angels on different planes? Well, there are different types of beings on different planes, and okay. it's a different field. Like right now we're opening up and really moving more into the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is love. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all trying to return back to love. A lot of people feel that that's why we came to this planet is to learn to love. Earth is a university. And you can learn a lot of things here in a faster period of time than you can on other planets, And what I've been told. Mm-hmm. And I see it as coming to Earth as going to Vegas for a weekend. Because it really seems like it's going to be a really quick time. But that little, let's go to Vegas. But it turns out to be like 90 years or 80 years. And then, you, you know, you go back to that life between your lives to, you know, recalibrate. Okay, so what happened? You debrief mm-hmm. and you see what else you have to work on and things of that nature. But while you're here, you're assigned, you have a soul team, which I just mentioned, you know, the guides, the guardians, the angels, the protectors, your ancestors as well. Just so, you know, they've given you gifts You've mapped out certain things you've wanted to do while you were here. And it's just about working that life. And what people don't understand is that everyone's life is not supposed to be this huge, momentous thing. Everyone is not meant to be president or famous. Somebody has to deliver your mail. Somebody has to check your food at the grocery store. And that's a very important mission as well because you're dealing with people. And very often those people, there's somebody that they need to connect with. Yeah. In this particular lifetime to give them something or get something from them. Mm. And that can be all what their mission is, as well as their personal life. Yeah. You know, so there's lessons in everything. There are things that we're supposed to do all the time. And what so many people don't understand is that we're always on point. Yeah. And those synchronicities that pop up on the way Mm -hmm. that kind of remind you. So what are what are angels then? You know what what are they elevated human beings or like well, angels what are... have not been on the earth plane. Okay. So you wouldn't ask an angel should I wear the red dress or the blue dress to the party? You don't ask them those kind of questions because they haven't been here. You know, many guardians as well. A few guardians have been on the earth plane, but mostly no. Okay, let, let's take a step back. What are the different, like, kind of, like, your experience of these levels? Because, you you know, you say the angels and you say the guardians. Is, you, there, like, is there, like, a hierarchy of, um, of beings? Your guardian angel, you have a guardian angel that was assigned to you at, at birth, so to speak. That's with you all the time. Okay. You know, so your spiritual best friend, if you choose to speak to them. 
Okay. And um, you don't have to do any major mojo to get to talk to them. You can just start talking to them. You can do it through meditation. You can do automatic writing. Or you can just sit in nature or wherever you are and say, I think it's time we have a conversation. I really want to connect with you. Hmm. And they will start connecting with you. Same thing with all of your teams. Angels, there are levels of angels. You know, you go from lower lower angels, you know, half awake. I always feel there were angels in training. And <laughs> to those um, that have... From, like archangels, right? Exactly. All the way up. You have seraphim, cherubins, seraphims. There was a song growing up in the Presbyterian Church that mentioned different levels of angels. But I thought it was interesting. From four wings, six wings. But... There are those of us who believe the wings are just, you know, a visual. Do they really have wings? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know, those are just things that somebody drew and we want to believe that's, you know, that's truth. Yeah. So we just accept it as that. So you think you're always supposed to see the wings. Yeah, I've heard that it's, uh, I've heard a few times that it's more about the, the aura and the light that's coming from the crown, like the golden halo mm-hmm. and that, that, but on a magnified way. So, and that angels have that kind of um, element coming from their heart, so it forms like this. Mm. That's what I've heard before. And there's as many stories with that. Yeah. And there were those who were like, come on, there are no wings. That's just your imagination. I'm like, somebody told you that and you believe it. I'm like, okay. But they're light beings, you know? And that, that's, that's what we know them to be. And how you choose to see that. I don't see wings on angels. Mm. You know, I just, I see beings and at times um, they'll take form. They may look like somebody. And when I call in certain teams sometimes for a person, I I may see somebody like with a mustache. <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. like, okay, that's interesting. Or I can tell when one is a male versus a female sometimes, mm. you know. But in a sense, is that really important? Yeah. Or is it the fact that you want them to help you? And they're there to help you. So if you're going to be working on business, like you should call for a business team to help you manifest the business that you want or to help you to improve the business that you want. And then it's important to spend time, like 10, 15 minutes minimum, you know, just sitting down and allowing yourself to commune with those spirits. And you can do that through meditation. You can do that through contemplation. If you have a beach, you, know, you can go to the beach. You can sit in. I like nature. Nature is important. Nature connects you to source. Hmm. You know. So whether you're a mountain person or a garden person or a beach person. Or just getting your hands in some soil. Yeah. To reconnect you to the earth. That, is, that to me is important. But when you want to sit down, if you're going to be working on a project, you want to take time every day and just commune with your angels. See, I just call forth my, my business team of angels that's helping me to create and launch my business. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that I love you and I care about you and I'm here to receive and listen for any information that you have for me. Please use me as a vessel to bring about the good that my business is supposed to bring. Nice. So when you're asking these teams to help, in, w- in what ways are they being of service? I know you mentioned before that they can go in there and actually clear and heal your energetic um, body and your soul. Um, but what else can they, they do? Like, you know, when you're, when you're saying, um, 
you know, people call upon or create these teams, in what way are they serving or helping? They can write a book for you. Mm. They can connect you with people who can help you, say, launch your business or connect you with someone where you can get the products that you need at the cost that you need them for. Mm. They're there as connectors, so to speak, in the business world, a trend word, connectors. And, mm, and also protectors. Because sometimes when you're dealing with somebody, you're not quite sure what to do. You can ask your angels for a positive sign of whether or not you should deal with a particular person. Mm. And when in doubt, you could always say, I ask for the truth to be revealed. Nice. So it's like they can help us if, if I can give a better like, like visuals. They can, they're like, they can kind of play puppet master on the top connecting and drawing and moving moving pieces together so that you're more aware and that the synchronicities become greater. Exactly. And sometimes they will just push you in the right direction if you don't seem to be listening or hearing. There's one thing to listen. You ask your angels to assist you. It's important to listen and it's important to obey. It may not always sound logical. They may say, don't do anything. Go to the movies. Why? I have to work on this. Just go. Mm. Because sometimes on your way walking to the theater, you run into the person that you need to meet. Mm. Or you see an idea that you needed that's going to make your business plan sound better. Or you're, all of a sudden you, you meet the love of your life. And you would not have met them if you would have stayed home writing. You yeah. come out and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you have love angels too. In, in what ways can people connect better to their angels? I know that you gave a couple uh, meditations and things like that. So if somebody's, you know, listening and they're wanting to say, you know, yeah, I would like help and support and this and this and that. Like, what's like a step process that they could do? Well, one thing you can do if you're not into meditation, you can ask your angels to start coming to you while you sleep at night. You know, you can also write to them. If you're working on a particular project, you can write, oh, Dear Angels, I need your assistance on my project. And be detailed. Don't use big words. As I mentioned, they haven't had an earthly experience. So, <laughs> so there, there are words that I don't think they get. You know, um, But when you write simply, and sometimes, and I mean like without a title, if you're talking about, say, a business, if you're describing the business, what it is that you're doing mm. on a day-to-day -day basis, and you're asking your angels to assist you to be able to do this so that you are able to you know, help a thousand people a month through the work that you're doing and earn a certain amount of salary mm. you know, in regard to doing this, or you want to meet a certain type of person. I like that. Or you want to live in a certain type of home. Now, you mentioned before that there's sometimes things and, and like if we call these wishes or desires, our creations, whatever we're calling them, that sometimes they don't happen and sometimes the angel teams don't help out, right? True. And sometimes that has a lot to do with us. You cannot have a 100% manifestation on a 15% you know, consciousness. If you don't believe in what it is you're asking for, don't ask. People, I'm going to win the lottery. Yeah. And you buy a ticket. Well, I'm not, I know I'm not going to win them. I'm going to play because it's, you know, $100,000, $100 million. Why buy a ticket? Yeah. If you want the right relationship, 
be willing to get out of the wrong relationship first and foremost, be willing to believe that you're not stuck having the same relationship over and over again because you're in it because you haven't learned the lesson. Yeah. And sometimes the lesson is stop doing this. <laughs> you can be in, you could, this is thing called free will. Okay. So no matter what an angel is there to help you to, and sometimes they will just push you out of the way of something. But there's this thing called free will. And very often, that's why we stay stuck in a lot of situations for a very long time. Because we, we refuse to say, enough. And then when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you make one change, and then everything flows together. Hmm. You're like, wow, what was I waiting for? And the voice, and the voice says, yeah, what were you waiting for? Hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, Absolutely. And I hope it makes sense to those that are listening. So it's it's not about, it's about getting clear, but it's also about allowing those things to happen because if the angels are up there trying to help and you're not believing it, so you're avoiding it, you know? I know you gave the uh, example of going out and buying a lottery ticket, but then, you know, there's that, there's that one, like, joke that's pretty viral um, that goes where the guy's, like, asking God, ah, I, I want to win the lottery, I want to win the lottery, and then, and then an air bubble from heaven goes, buy a ticket, <laughs> you know? Like, so there's sometimes there's things that we just don't do, too, exactly. you know? And, and um you know, maybe there's a resistance of going to the movie. Like your the mm. mental mind doesn't allow you to to listen to that that hint of intuition from those other dimensions and beings that's coming through you. And you don't go to the movie theater, or you don't end that, or you don't go and apply to that job, or whatever the case may be. But it's all right there, and it doesn't mean that it's not working for you. Exactly, and it's also about having faith in yourself. You know, we. No being can give you faith in yourself. You have to believe that you're here for a reason. And it doesn't matter what that reason is. Like I said, someone has to deliver the mail. But it's all about having faith that you are on purpose. You are on course for that what it is that you're here to do. Now, it may not want to come forth until you're 30 or 40 or 50 or even 60 years old. Because sometimes you see people... Their lives come together in the later part of their life. Mm. But what comes forth is miraculous. Yeah. You know, I feel, you know, I have a friend that says, you get back the years the locusts have eaten, all things made new. And you're always on point. Whether you don't feel it or not, you are. You're on your path. And at times we're walking forward. Sometimes we're standing still. And then... We're moving slowly, but you're on the path. Yeah. And that's what's the key to know. And things like angels and or your guides, they're the ones that assist you mm, in just really moving forward or hearing what's around you. There are symbols and signs for all of us right where you are right now. There's something that you know, that you've heard, that you know you need to do or someone you need to contact. And those, that inner psychic, which is in everyone, is that, is you, you know, is that angelic part of you saying you should do this. You should call this person. You should write this down. You should go there. Yeah. And the more we listen to it, the louder and the clearer it gets and it will always guide you and it will always protect you. 
It's there for you. I love that. That gave me chills when you were saying it. Mm. You know, because there is things that we resist that continue to pop up, at least for myself. And I know anybody that I work with as clients and, I'm, you know, anybody, every single person that's listening, where it's like, you know, like if you had to say, what is that one person that could help you move forward that pops in your head over and over again, that if you could just write that email, call or ask or do that thing, what's the one change that you can make in your life that you think would be a different to equate more happiness, love, or joy. What is that that it pops in? It pops mm-hmm. into somebody's head in a moment. You just have to ask them that question. Mm-hmm. You can ask them one to three things and they probably come up with three. Exactly. But, and, um, and, and I love what you were saying about being on track and just trusting. I think that the, the, you know, like when you connect and you see things on a higher level, it's, it's, it's trusting that it's not about, oh, this didn't happen at this age or this time or this because maybe those goals are still manifesting. Like Henry yes. Ford is a great example. He was, what, 52 or something like that? Um, I know he was in his 50s, but whatever the age was before he made the Model T. But how many times did he try to create exactly. a car company before that? And he might have thought, oh, my in, uh, my intentions and what I've been trying to put out in the world isn't happening. And it keeps on coming to a failure and an end every time I try. Well, no. He created the most successful car company of all time. I mean, I know now, now there's great ones and things like that. But given the yes. circumstances of that time... And it, he was on track. Exactly. It wasn't until his 50s that it happened, but he was on track. He was on track. And it's what you do, you know, while you're on your way to your dream that really matters as well. You know, how are you improving yourself? It's not about being hard-headed. It's not about stopping and saying, okay, nothing works for me, so now I'm just going to start drinking or doing other things that don't work for me. It's always about allowing yourself to move forward. What is the best use of my time right now? What is the highest good for my life right now? It's allowing yourself to know that as you're moving forward, as things may appear to be slow, there are still things you can do. There are still people you can help. And it's not about forgetting that you have a goal and just working in to help other people achieve their goals and not thinking about your own, but it's also knowing that we're all here to help each other. I love that. We're not given an idea that we cannot manifest. And it may take time. I've had clients like, well, my idea is silly. I want to do like little knickknacks and sell them in stores. I'm like, okay, you, and you, I want to go to other countries and buy them. So you want to be an import expert, you know, buyer, and you want to sell things. Why is that silly? They're, I said, we sell finger puppets here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enlightenments. I'm like... anything where there's an idea and and, and big and small like i mean people laughed at the idea of flight or helicopters or science or an electric car yeah (laughs) and science fiction books from the past are now the reality of today and these these ideas and blueprints that were drawn out and you know if you allow yourself to um you know, just step forward i think is what what you're saying and just know that no idea is too silly or too Uh, inconceivable. Everything starts off as a dream or an idea before it comes into manifestation. So that which is within you that you're tittling with is something that wants to come forth and it's about you as an individual allowing yourself to have that come forth. And let's talk a little bit about how you help people have help get to that level. Well, (laughs) 
Well, at times I do what's called spiritual life coaching, which is really looking at a person and what it is that they're trying to do and what it is they're wanting to manifest and work with them in regard to removing the blocks, the seeming blocks that are in the way. And sometimes when you have a plan and we're able to move aside and you have a plan, really create that plan, which is the better way of stating it, creating the milestones that go with that and spiritually being able to help align a person to meet those milestones, to connect with their guides and their angels so they can work on what it is that they want to do at a faster pace, at a better pace and just really align you energetically because a lot of things that we want we're not on the same vibratory field of where it is you know you may want to buy um a tesla <laughs> and that tesla's on the seventh floor you are on the third floor you ask for a tesla the tesla comes in but you can't see it because you're on the third floor. So you have to raise your consciousness, first of all, to believe that you could have a Tesla, that you deserve a Tesla, that you could afford to pay for that Tesla. Hmm. And that's just in consciousness. We see people, we all know those, that person that we said, oh yeah, she got it like that. Oh, yeah. he has the minus touch. Mm -hmm. That person just has the consciousness that says, I want that. And they manifest it. I want that. And that's it. That's mine. And we all have that in certain yes, areas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, if, if, every, if every single person stopped for a moment and just think, what are the things that just happen so easily for you in whatever way? That you ask for. That you ask for. For some people, it's parking spaces. Yeah. Some, yeah, some people, it mm -hmm. could be parking spaces. Yes. Some people, it could be, you know, certain uh, certain food and certain, you know, this. Or some people, it could be, you know, that they want to have fun experiences all the time. And so they're always, you know, yes. getting invited to events and things for, you know, whatever. And, exactly. And it's, it's not all about just the financial level of the things that they're getting it's about you know even getting free this or that or whatever it's like what are things that are just come so easily exactly. to you because you put your focus on it mm -hmm. and you say i want this your focus is there but what's missing is you don't have any doubt about it you don't yeah. doubt your next breath mm -hmm. you know you don't doubt your next breath you know it's there mm -hmm. you don't doubt if you can pick something up like a cup off the table you don't doubt those things. So it's about building that same kind of consciousness for the bigger things that you want. And it's building it up. Like if, you, if you're not good at getting parking spaces. So you start off, I send everybody, Maurice, my parking guide. I'm going to send everybody who's listening to this call right now. <laughs> Maurice, my parking guide. So therefore, when you're leaving home or your office or what have you, and you say, Maurice, I need parking when I'm going to the place that you're going to. I need to be close, preferably free, but I really want parking easily and effortlessly. And I tell you, Doreen has the best parking uh, karma. <laughs> like our store, like if, if anybody has been to Liberate, and I know that people are, um, you know, 
listening and viewing from elsewhere too, but uh, we have this little only street parking, there's no parking lot, and there's only a few spots in front of the store, and there's restaurants all around, so these spots are really hard to come by. I would say nine times out of 10 when Doreen's here, her car's right out front, like I see it, or it's off just around the corner to the left, and it's always right there, and it, it she, she has to walk like, 50 feet top. <laughs> <laughs> but now everyone has Maurice the parking, the parking angel. But it's it all starts with it starts it starts with your beliefs. So believe mm-hmm. that you believe that you can get good parking and then you use Maurice. <laughs> the thing is, I've given Maurice to people, they've called me. A girlfriend might call me, well, I can't find parking. I guess I should have used Maurice. And I you know, she's like clowning me. And as she's saying that, someone right in front of her pulled out. She said, oh, my God, somebody just pulled out. I said, what is it you really want to say? Thank you, Maurice. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Angels are there for you. Whether you believe in them or not, they are still there. They're still helping you. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to, you know, call upon an angel to shift that belief. You know, if, if, if you can, you know, believe that. You know, an angel is there helping you create a parking spot that helps you believe that you can get a good parking spot. Maybe that's the first step, right? If you believe that an angel can help you get the Tesla, then maybe that helps you get there faster. Obtain it, obtain the consciousness and obtain everything to fall into place so that you can believe, wow, I can afford a test. I could do it. All of a sudden, I have a new job and I have new income coming in. All of a sudden, I just met this guy who works for Tesla and he said, if I work there part time, I can get a discount, which brings down the price of the mm-hmm. Tesla. They're, when you are open, yeah, magic happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew somebody that, you know, she, she would just pull in whatever. She would say that she wanted something and then magically it would arrive. Like she even got, she even won a, she wanted a new like scooter and she won one in a raffle, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, so there's, there's things that can come that can shift in different ways because you know, and what I'm hearing is yes. you can be open to it's that. It's not how you think it's going to look. Exactly. The how is not up to us. That's the universe. But it's about you asking for it, you believing in it. And if you're not used to obtaining things, you start working on that. You start start small. Yeah. And you build up your your own belief system in yourself being a manifester. You know, and that angelic teams are helping you to manifest. I love that. And you get to see how that happens. Now, I know somebody's saying, well, what about bad things? Do angels, you know, cause bad things to happen? And they don't. Some things happen. Life is very strange, I find, at times. I feel we're given a day of entry and a day of departure, and what we do in between is our gift to the world. Mm. There's a whole agenda before you come to the planet that you have agreed to. So those things that happen that may not necessarily be good, that happen to you or to those you love or happen around you, it's always asking for the blessing and the blessing in everything. Because there is a lesson. And there is a blessing. And I feel that before we come here, we sign up for certain things. Mm. You know, we truly sign up for things. And sometimes those things, you know, there's a bigger blessing after you've left the planet than your whole, your, your whole life, you know. I always think we, hear, we have an Amber alert. And Amber was a person who I strongly believe said, I want to, you know, somebody said, well, who wants to come to the planet to help, you know, create a system 
that will help us find children when they've been kidnapped or lost mm-hmm. or when someone is on the go. Oh, I'll do it. And, you know, you, you won't take long to do it. You can probably knock it out within eight to ten years or something like that. Oh, great. And I'll be able to move on to do something else. Sure. Not realizing that it comes from her death, not from her life. Yeah. You know, that her mom and her, you know, her family said, we're going to make this a law. We need an alert. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that type of thing. Sometimes more comes from your death than comes your life. And but it's just knowing that both are a blessing to the planet. Yeah. I love that. And and, and making the best out of all the situations that come exactly. because sometimes those are gifts. You know, if somebody, you know, gets diagnosed with a bad disease or, you know, something and then they change their lifestyle and they become yes. healthier or they become more conscious or something else happens and these organizations mm-hmm. form and things like that. It's not to say that there's not sadness and pain within these tragedies. It's about taking those sadness and pain and flipping it and seeing how can this serve yes. to move forward so I'm not stuck in a well. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because sometimes a person makes their transition and you're like, I'm going to live better now because so-and-so is not here. I'm going to make sure that I make the best use of my life right now. Yeah. Or you look at their life and sometimes they lived a fabulous life. They lived like you know 90 years and 40. <laughs> And there you are. You haven't lived 10 years. So sometimes we look at that and say, yeah, she lived a full life. She had a good life. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Anything else that you would like mm. to close with? Any any other things? Um, well, I just it's just so important for people to know that angels, they, they love you. Your guides love you. No matter what you do, if it's good or bad, they love you. And they can assist you in changing your life in creating a better life for yourself or for your family. You can send them to assist your family. But it's just about not being attached to the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about expectations. If you ask angels to see you through something, allow them to do it in the way that they feel it's supposed to happen. When we take get rid of expectation, we're trying to direct a course, you know, let me take your wings and we're going to turn you to the right. <laughs> I want that guy. If you're asking for their assistance, allow them to assist you and be in gratitude. They love acknowledgement and they love gratitude. I work with angels. Thank you. They love that. <laughs> I love that. Not that they have egos, but the things that we're grateful for, we get more of. So be grateful for the things in your life, the small, the medium, and the large things in your life. Be grateful for the people in your lives. Mm. And know that there are those who are grateful for you. I love that. And so it is. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for blessing us with coming and doing this today. Um, I hope everybody got a great value out of this. Doreen has so much to share that we'll definitely have her on for a couple more times to dive into a few other things and topics. Um, you know, uh, you can find Doreen at Liberate Emporium. Um, Doreen, is there a personal site or anything? I mean, she also does these amazing weddings, as you can hear the the preacheress uh, coming out of her, so the, and the minister in her. So um, she does weddings. Um, and w- what's your wedding uh, website? 
yourweddingminister.com. Super simple. <laughs> um, and, you know, she brings upon these angels with her when she's uniting two spirits and souls on their journey of connection. Um, and so definitely if you're, you know, considering that, I would definitely 100% use her. She'll be used for my wedding when that day ever comes. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much again for joining. Again, uh, listeners, uh, please review this um, and leave a comment. It does help other people find us. So if you can put a review and a comment down, it will help um, other people find this podcast. Um, you can listen to other episodes at... Uh, Podbean dot uh, slash Liberate Emporium. Um, you can also find us on liberateemporium.com and go under the podcast section and find everything there. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Bye.